How do you build an agency that allows you to live the dream that you have for yourself, for your family, for your community, for your team, while at the same time helping your clients knock it out of the park and doing it all profitably? These are the big questions that we tackle here on the Agency Journey Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Dembski. Now let's get to it. All right, joining me on the podcast here, I have Thomas Emerson from Vanguard 86 on podcast. Thomas, thanks for joining me, man. How you doing? Oh, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm so you guys are, you know, I should have done my research ahead of time to know this. I but from all of my memory, I, I think that you guys are the first uh you're the first guest from New Zealand on the podcast. That's a that's a huge oh, honor. That's, Clearly, congratulations! That's awesome. <laughs> um, oh, fantastic! If we achieve nothing else this year, that's going to be the top of it. There it is. Throw that up on the at the company Christmas party. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, is that where you grew up? I mean, you've got the accent, but are you a native <laughs> New Zealander? No, I um, I was originally from England and moved to New Zealand about four years ago. Okay. And Back in the UK, I was working for kind of the bigger companies. I was working for uh, Honda's European head office and working for Aston Martin and also worked agency side for above the line advertising agency okay. is, uh, as well. So yeah, that, that was what I was doing before. And then, yeah, moved to beautiful New Zealand four years ago and started a slightly different adventure. That is awesome. So what made, I mean, working with Aston Martin... Uh, what made the what made the switch to uh, to Vanguard eighty six? How did how what's kind of the the startup story there? Yeah, well, I, to be honest, I actually the agency was accident accidentally formed um, for about the first year of Vanguard eighty six existing. It was me on my own just doing consulting and coaching work for digital marketing. Like yep. New Zealand isn't necessarily like because we're, geographically we're a little bit away from everywhere it's, it's unlike the us in that it's not necessarily at the at the forefront of adopting right. new technology so it, it was good for me coming from the uk where we're you know closely working with some leaders in that field to then come here and take a lot of all that knowledge and tell people about the importance of things like seo and adwords and some what i thought was relatively basic stuff but just hadn't quite right. transitioned over here fully yet yeah so, so that was the first year and then kind of towards the end of that one of the clients turned around and at the end of one of these consulting days and said, hey, look, you know, all this stuff is great, but we just don't have the people or the, or the you know, the need, uh, the, the means, sorry, to actually execute this ourselves. So they said, could you put a proposal together for you to actually manage and implement this for us? So, yeah, basically came up with a very ambitious proposal, which they said yes to, and then kind of panicked and was like, right, I need to get someone else on board and we need to start making this happen. That is awesome. So... Um, you go from that and that's a, that is a classic, uh, agency startup story. I mean, everyone's, everyone's got a, a different story, but, um, I, th- I think that almost everybody can relate to, I can definitely relate to, wow. They said, yes. Uh, now we need to figure out how exactly that's all going to happen. <laughs> um, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, looking at the agency, um, today, tell us a little bit about, uh, the team, the type of is are are most of your clients, um, are you doing inbound marketing for all of the clients, for a portion of the clients? What does the services breakdown look like? Tell us about some of where things are at right now. Yeah, so we became a uh, HubSpot's partner agency back in January. Um, and 
every we've got the vast majority of our clients, like 80% of them, are on inbound marketing retainers at one level or another. And then we have a small chunk that are basically just using us for AdWords and analytics kind of optimization in the digital space on our website kind of format. Uh, we do a little bit of remarketing for those people as well, but absolutely the vast majority are definitely inbound uh, and, and using the HubSpot software. Okay, that's awesome. So um, as you've made that transition, is there anything that stuck out from that <laughs> from that story or making that? Is there anything looking back that you kind of say, like I would, I would do this differently or knowing what I know now, here's how I would have changed my journey of, you know, moving into the inbound marketing space and working with HubSpot and all, all the things that go along with that? Uh, to be fair, I, I look back and I just, every opportunity just kind of like fell into my lap a little bit and, and everything just cascaded one thing into another. Um, I think I needed that year of doing consulting and coaching to build up a kind of a contacts list so that then when we transitioned into the agency side of things, we could go back out to those people and say, hey, look, this is what we're now doing. We feel like we'd be a good fit based on some of the problems that I was trying to help you solve back when I was consulting. And then, likewise, this last 12 months, we've been very lucky that we've had a core group of clients that have stuck with us and others have joined us as we've grown and, and as the reputation has kind of spread a little bit more. So it, we've, we're very lucky that it's all been a perfect storm of circumstances. And if I went back and did it again, I doubt I would ever, I, don't, I could replicate the success we've even had because I just feel like most of it's been luck. That's, that's awesome. Isn't it funny how... Uh so many times like it doesn't necessarily feel like it in the moment but looking back you kind of understand how wow I, like at the time that i maybe wanted that i wasn't ready for that and then this other thing that happened like that perfectly prepared me it's cool to yeah, see how that exactly how that plays out so <clears throat> are most of the, is most of the client base um is it primarily new zealand based companies yes we've had a first conversation two days ago with our first Australian based company but at the moment we've tried to grow very as slowly as possible um, even then it's been a lot faster than we can actually handle or anticipate it but you know, luckily the clients that we've had are kind of very good to work with you know they've, they've happily grown with us um, their expectations have been high which has also helped us grow very very quickly and invest in ourselves yep. and also having been lucky with the team that I've managed to get um, again, we've managed to handle the local audience quite well um, and just grow quite naturally just in the domestic marketplace. Right. That makes sense. That's awesome. As far as, um, so obviously growth is happening, it sounds like even quicker than you would maybe ideally chart out. Um, how mm. are, how, what is, I guess if we look at like each journey that you take a client on, a client comes to you with a problem they want to grow um are you starting them off with like a a strategy or game plan type project or are you moving them right into you know go through a sales process and they're right into like a retainer agreement how does what is the client journey that you take people on typically look like it has been different for each client pretty much so obviously with the existing relationships that was very easy it was just i was probably talking to them about hubspot uh, beforehand and then you know, they were very much like, yep, that sounds like exactly what we need. We, at the moment, our digital marketing is fragmented. We don't do enough analysis. We don't do any optimization. We're just doing it because it's what we know we need to be doing. And so that was a very easy transition for you know, client type A. 
uh, kind of client type B is kind of coming to us with a bit more of a challenge as like, you know, we either their market has changed quite significantly and they know they need to be doing more digital marketing, but they don't know where to start uh, or they are kind of, yeah, I suppose they, they've kind of been completely out of the digital space and don't really know what the problem is that they're facing. So they haven't even really identified that there's an issue. You know, they might be seeing sales drop, marketing still doing exactly the same thing. And they just don't know what the, the root cause could be. They, they're blaming it on you know, increased competition or price. Um, but they've actually heard that maybe inbound marketing might be able to mean that they can sell at a higher value price point um, without necessarily having to discount every single time. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Are there any, this is like a, I'm totally changing gears on you here, but out, outside of obviously using HubSpot for, um, you know, for a, a, at least a good chunk of the clients that you're working with, are there any tools um, that you guys are using that kind of stick out as, maybe like, they don't have to be, you know, like virtually unknown tools, but maybe not the, maybe not just the standard, you know, like Google Analytics and Mm. Uh, Google Apps, or whatever. are there any tools? And if if those are the ones, that's fine too. But any tools that pop to mind that you guys use um, that either you feel like save you a ton of time or give you kind of a, a, a competitive edge as you're servicing clients? Yeah, absolutely. So we've got so we we were put onto again. It's difficult to know what is kind of because most of these are probably quite well known in the US, but obviously over here, um, not quite so. So the likes of uh, Perfect Audience, which we use as one of our remarketing tools, which just yep. basically means that we can uh, so, you know, give client ad budgets a little bit extra presence without necessarily having to spend a huge fortune, which is quite important for a lot of our smaller businesses who want to get the most possible but not necessarily spend a fortune. For sure. Um, we also use, obviously some of our clients use something like Cast Nicely for their net promoter scoring and yep. some of their review systems. Um, we use Hotjar for heat mapping and uh, website kind of optimization. Um, that's basically that's a lot of what we use actually because we we don't do a lot of time tracking because we're on retainers with a lot of our clients. We basically just have a scope of work, um, and then some months it, you know we go over, some months we go under, and, and we've got a rough idea as to you know, those that are maybe taking a little bit more time than they probably should. Right. But we we don't do uh, likewise. We don't use project management tools. Uh, we've tried several. And they haven't necessarily worked for us. So, yeah, there's lots of tools that we would like to use, uh, but right. just haven't yet found the right one. Right, make the connection. So, with Ask Nicely, um, that's what I've seen most frequently used with like software companies. Is it is that mm. primarily where you're using it with software clients, or is it in the e-commerce space, or completely different? Yeah, we actually had again. It was a, a client just happened to be using it, and, and was just like, "Oh, can you manage our net promoter score?" software as well so we're like yeah yeah sure and it had a good integration with hubspot so you know that worked quite nicely for us but they were basically just using it as internal net promoter score and um, they you know sell you know packaging and stuff like that so it was actually just like a create a list of customers that have recently bought online and you know we just asked them to review the experience that they had right. uh, we've actually upgraded that system a little bit for some other clients um, and using a, some software called grade us uh, and we use that because it's, it kind of goes to that next level where it gives the net promoter score, uh, but also then encourages those people who have had a less than great experience to submit feedback so the team can actually action uh, a response. And then anyone who's had a good experience, like four or five star, it then takes them to you know, any number of review, review softwares that you 
you know, want to select and take them to Facebook or Google and they could leave a positive review there to help encourage more, more customers in the future. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's one area that, uh, I think that's a huge area for agencies because a lot of internal teams do it, just a terrible job of asking for testimonials or feedback. I actually think it's more common to see, and I don't think it's what is probably what I would have guessed. I think it's actually more common to see companies, at least in my experience, who do at least a decent job of following up with people who are unhappy to figure out what's wrong. Um, I still think that's way underdone and, and needs to be done more. Um, but I think the opportunity to get testimony, you know, some of your most powerful marketing materials, um, I think it's a huge opportunity for agencies and for anybody running a business is just, Hey, when your clients are happy, uh, that is, that's the perfect time to help them refer you and get feedback and not necessarily direct referrals, but, um, being willing to give you, you know, a testimonial or whatever that is. Um, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience there cause I know that that's something that we've, uh, historically done poorly even here at, at do inbound. Um, and is, is definitely a, a point of emphasis, for us moving forward and one of the things that um we've kind of gone up and down and, and gone in spurts with so i think that's that's cool that you bring that up and something that a lot more agencies probably should be doing is getting involved on that side of things as well yeah we're exactly the same obviously like we're pretty good at demarketing for other businesses but then actually when we look at our own we, we fall like below the mark you know we, I, I definitely think that we could do a better job and we need to implement like we actually use ourselves as a test bed for a lot of these pieces of software so we'll, we'll always run them on ourselves first and work out the glitches and the bugs and then before we ever suggest it to a client but yeah we then roll it out to a client do a great job with that see great results and then never think to <laughs> revisit right, doing it for right. ourselves <laughs> that's funny um probably my favorite piece of invoicing software ever uh was freshbooks and freshbooks uh a couple of years back introduced a feature where um, when people paid their invoices, they could also automatically leave feedback, which it, at first glance, I thought that's not really the ideal time to get feedback necessarily when they're, when they're paying their bills. But we wound up experimenting with that and it actually worked, um, really well. And a lot of the, the feedback, um, that I felt like we got was, was actually, um, it was awesome feedback and kind of, we would have clients. So there was a rating system, you know, zero to, or one to 10, um, how satisfied with you were you with the service or whatever, but then also the ability to leave like a testimonial um, if you were if you were happy with it. And I was really shocked at the the good responses that came from that. Um, and it was cool to have people say, "Hey, I'm paying my bill now, and I'm happy to pay it for the service that we received." And those types of things. That was the. I feel like those testimonials are probably even better when it's like, "Hey, I'm the person paying the bill, and I'm happy with this." Uh, <laughs> yeah. or sometimes even more powerful than, you know, the, I'm, a, I'm the marketing manager here. I don't have anything to do with the budget spend, but these people help me get my job done. Um, <laughs> you know, like th those are, those are great testimonials. Some of our best, um, like written testimonials that we, that we use quite a bit. Yeah, they're absolutely the idea. So, um, as far as your, you talk about growth and I think a lot of agencies, um, first of all, I think very few agencies, pretty much zero agencies grow according to whatever their exact predictions were. Um, but I think that most people would trade for your problem of growing faster than, uh, than maybe planned or than, than would even be ideal in your mind. 
what what is leading to that kind of demand and growth is it uh, existing clients wanting you to do more is it referrals is it through your own marketing um, where where are the I guess where's the customers or prospects where are they coming from right now we're really lucky that all three areas are where we've seen growth in the last 12 months um, we, we definitely have existing customers that are asking us to do more um, some of them are obviously asking us to try and do more for, for less money um, but that's where that yeah, luckily we've yeah, we, we, we've had some good, I was very lucky to be on some uh, HubSpot sales training with the HubSpot Asia Pacific kind of region. Mm-hmm. And that was really good as well because you kind of, you know, you need to understand the thinking behind sometimes that sort of stuff. It's, you know, it's because of a current situation, not because of where they want to go to. And they do know that they've got to spend to grow. And you've just got to try and obviously work out how you can hit those targets to help them achieve their, their goals. Um, and likewise, we've, we've been lucky that we've had people just find us through blogging, website, social media. We've had people who have had a conversation with an existing client and have gone, oh, okay, we should probably chat to these guys. I mean, we are very, very fortunate that New Zealand is, is quite small. You know, we are one of only three gold HubSpot partner agencies, um, and there are only two platinum agencies. So, you know, there, there aren't a lot of agencies to choose from. Um, and there is a, a huge amount of people who are kind of seeing the value in trying to get greater analytics and, and a deeper understanding of how marketing can play a, its part in growing sales. And, you know, we're just trying to raise our profile as much as possible uh, by increasing certifications we've got, uh, making sure that we're proving our worth through regularly showcasing the results that we get instead of you know, hiding, hiding those results uh, and just leaving them secret. We try and leverage off those results to, to show people that we, could, we can achieve great things for, for a business. Um, and we've also tried to raise our profile. Like we've, we've recently entered the New Zealand National kind of Direct Marketing Awards. and We're finalists there. So... We're also wow. just trying to raise people's awareness that we even exist. Right, right. That definitely. Uh, I feel like that's a that's a uh, an ongoing process that just mm. continues to. There's more and more opportunities out there, more and more people out there. So that makes a lot of sense. Congratulations on being a finalist as well. That's awesome. Huh. So, Thank you. It was a huge surprise. <laughs> that's that's amazing. I mean, I think uh, any any time. I feel like any time that you know you put your name in a hat at least my maybe it's just being a being more of a pessimist although i don't i don't i think i'm i never like to think of myself as a pessimist but maybe that maybe this is a sign i always just assume nothing's going to come of this but when it does it's always and we did the same that's awesome to be honest we we were more doing it to to like train ourselves as to how you could like apply to awards and, and things like that because we knew we wanted to in the future like one of our bigger competitors i like sweeps up every single year at one of these events so we did it this year as a, as a learning curve and accidentally more than anything ended up kind of <laughs> it's working. Ending, ending a lot further than we did it. that's awesome so i'm gonna kind of wrap things up here with a kind of the big question which is uh as 2018 is is kicking off and um getting underway here what um is there any I guess what if, if there was one big goal or one big shift or kind of uh, repositioning thing that you guys are doing? Is there anything that sticks out to you as a maybe like a theme or a decision that you're making in 2018 that you're excited about? Yeah, we are looking to looking at ways that we can kind of add an extra 10 percent uh, to each client, and and that is in terms of the value that we're adding. We want more than anything to just kind of prove that we are making a huge difference to the businesses that we work with 
Um, more so than focusing on any kind of outwards marketing to try and attract new clients, we're, we're focusing on just if we can keep retaining the ones that we've got, then we'll see that as a huge benchmark for success. So we take it quite personally if a, if a client's not happy with the result we're doing. So the theme for 2018 is definitely just add that extra little bit of value to every client we've got and try and keep them happy and help them achieve their goals. I really like that. I think uh, it's kind of the principle of many small steps add up to uh, add up to a return. And just you know, it's not a can we can we double what we're doing for this client or that client, but just kind of the continuous improvement mindset is mm. t- tends to pay uh, great dividends in the long run. So that's awesome. Well, Thomas, I really appreciate right. you being willing to come on and, and share your story with us here. If folks want to, obviously we'll link up Vanguard86.com in the show notes, but is there anywhere else that uh, we ought to point people to follow what you guys are up to? Uh, we're, we're pretty active on LinkedIn, uh, but otherwise that, that's kind of it. We keep ourselves focused and small. I like it. That's a great approach. Cool. Well, we'll, uh, we'll also point, point to you guys on LinkedIn as well then. And, uh, and let people connect with you. Thomas, thanks so much for coming on, being willing to share with us and, and giving us some of your time here today. Hey, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much for having me. Want more great episodes like this one? Hey, I'm Gray McKenzie, a host here on Agency Journey. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little overwhelmed when I find a new podcast. There are so many great episodes and great guests, it's hard to know which ones to listen to first. That's why we put together a list of the top 10 most downloaded episodes of Agency Journey. And you can get a copy of that list plus all of our notes and takeaways just by texting the word "do inbound" to 44222. Again, that's "do inbound" all one word to 44222. Standard text rates apply. You don't want to miss these great episodes. Text "do inbound" to 44222 now.